Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, this week, we are starting a, a four-week run um, of uh, a collection of books that are all about Lena as a young girl. Um, we are reading I Hate Fairyland. <laughs> Lena is an adult. <laughs> yeah, Lena is an adult, too. Uh, yeah, reading I Hate Fairyland uh, by Scotty Young. Um, this is volume one called Madly Ever After. Um, we have not only our full group today, but we also have our special guest, Nathan, is returning. Hi, Nathan. Hello. Uh, also with Nathan, we have Todd. We have Adam. Yep. Hello. We have Lena. We have me. I'm Brian. Uh, so yeah, the uh, general gist of uh, I Hate Fairyland. What eight-year-old girl goes to bed, ends up going to the magical world of Fairyland, um, and needs to find a key to be able to uh, leave and go back to the real world. And um, she can't find it for 27 years. Is so she uh, now she's a 30-year-old woman who is stuck in the body of an eight-year-old, and uh, she cannot be killed, but she can destroy all the fairy tale creatures around her. And so she goes on uh, homicidal killing sprees. Uh, is, uh, is, did I miss anything there, really, in the, the early description of this book? Nope. No, it just every single time, an everyone's an asshole. Yeah. And yeah. all I could keep on thinking was Lethal Weapon with Danny Glover being, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So. Cool. Adam, what is our cocktail for this week? So our cocktail this week is called Fairyland Diabetes. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a half stock of lemongrass, two teaspoons of raspberry jam, an ounce of lime juice, two and a half ounces of gin, three dashes of Angostura bitters, and two dashes of orange bitters. You're going to chill a martini glass, and then in a shaker with no ice, uh, add the lemongrass and muddle it really well. You're going to add all the rest of the ingredients, fill it with ice, ice, shake the shit out of it, strain well into the uh, chilled martini glass, and then you're going to garnish with a lemongrass stock with a raspberry on it. Nice. That actually sounds amazing, though. Yeah. I want one. <laughs> I, I um, do try to find delicious drinks, not just, you know, I, I was weird ready, ones. getting ready for, like, Pop Rocks and, you know, Jelly Beans infusion and all I that. mean, we got three more weeks of this, so you, you don't know. Yeah. Don't give me uh, ideas. Yeah. I mean... We actually, we did Pop Rocks one, like, a long-ass time ago. I did where yeah, you, dip, did. you rimmed it and dipped it in Pop Rocks. Yeah. Right. I mean, I could also see with her green hair, uh, I mean, I can just see a classic apple teeny uh, at some point in time, which for some reason always reminds me of JD from Scrubs and in turn reminds me of yeah, so the teeny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. My apple teeny. <laughs> he- heavy on the apple light on the teeny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> see, that makes me think of what was uh, in Reno 911, the, the little gay uh, prostitute dude that Nick Swartzen played. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, Tony or something like that, but yeah, there was this thing where they're at a bar, like a, some kind of party, and he's like, oh my god, I've got teeny teenies and these little immature <laughs> mini, like maybe a quarter shot martini glasses. It's like, teeny teenies. Nice. And that was like our, our go-to thing for a while, and sure. when I was younger and stupider. <laughs> Sounds a lot like titties, so I get it. Yeah. Titty titties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, speaking of younger and stupider, uh, Todd, do you have a drinking game rule for this week? Yes. <laughs> there's a couple going on. Um, there, there's a lot to choose from. So what yeah. I'm kind of settling on is um, this is what happens when you don't have delayed gratification. Okay. 
So, <laughs> right. So every time that she's just so over everything and no the fuck to get up and she takes it out on someone, you go take a drink. Okay. Uh, but really like, where it got it for me is the, uh, at the end with the, uh, her interaction with the queen. Gotcha. She just couldn't leave it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't leave it alone. Could you? Yeah. You just couldn't leave it alone. <laughs> uh, Lana, what is your drinking game rule? Where are the good people? <laughs> Um, <laughs> every time you realize that everyone is a shithead in this book, take a drink. Uh, small sips. Small, small sips. sips. Uh, I'm I will take- say prior to a recording and talking about some of my own managerial behavior in the past, I really identify with Claudia. Claudia. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I really identify with Queen Claudia. I'm like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I've read the rule book many times. It's yeah. Um, it's there. Uh, mine. I'm going to call uh, shoot the messenger. Every time they kill a narrator, uh, mm. take a drink, which is just going to be a good one. Beginning of every episode. That is a good one. Uh, Nathan, what is yours? Uh, I call it inside out. Every time you see something that on the outside that should be on the inside, take a drink. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Adam. Uh, mine is called what the fluff. Every time they try to swear, and because they're in fairyland, they can't and have to use a Mormon swear word. Yeah, Uh, even better than Mormon swear words, to be honest with you. I I once described um, growing up in Utah as in uh, living uh, in an R-rated movie that was edited for television. Like, that's how everyone talked. Um, And they got sued for that. Oh, yeah? Oh, are you talking about Angel Vids and all that shit? Yeah, Yeah, Angel Vids, yeah. Yeah. Has that been fully shut down yet? I think so. They were getting there, yeah. I mean, they got the fuck sued out of them by Hollywood, so. As they should. Deservedly so. Yes. Uh, cool. Well, first off, I want to know, Lana, did I call a good recommendation for you? Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) At least for this book, you did. Uh, I, it took everything in me not to read more before we recorded just because I was like, I know we're going to read four volumes and I don't want to, um, mix them up in my head, but I am ready to read the next one because (laughs) she's now queen. me the fuck up. She's Um, like, she was right the fuck there, too. The door was open. The door was open, and she just, you're right, Todd, she couldn't leave it alone, and she kills Claudia, and then all of a sudden, she's like, what the hell? What happened to the key? And he's like, now that you've killed, he's like, part of everything in in Fairyland is you kill the queen, you become the queen, she's like, shit. (laughs) It was wonderful, but the the um yeah brian good kudos kudos thank you much much lighter than <laughs> our six weeks of yeah of, well, um of mr swamp thing because yeah. um yes uh, I think I love the fact that like she never was excited to be in Fairyland. Yeah, yeah. She, even when she first landed, she's like, "What the hell is going on?" Like she didn't want to be there at all. Like it was really, really funny how she's like, "Whatever." And then you see the narrator, uh, the the man in the moon, and. Mm-hmm. That you that you start to question like how many of these people has she killed already? Like, yeah, we're hitting her twenty seven years in. Yeah, how many of these people has she killed? And um, I mean, she's just wrecked even as soon as she shows up because you think like, oh, you're gonna come to Fairyland, 
happen and everything's going to be great. And even if you land, like it's fairyland, you're not going to, nothing's going to hurt. And like, as soon as you see her, there's like a bone popping out of her arm and uh, her, she's got a black eye and everything. And then it's like, that was 27 years ago. And now she just looks like totally worse for wear. And then when they're at the, um, at the pub or whatever, and she's like, I just want to look normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She just, <laughs> explodes yeah. into this <laughs> being and she's like what the fuck and he's like the little creature Jiminy cricket thing yeah. that she has with her while he's smoking his stogie is like yeah. well you've been eating a diet of like sugar for yeah. the last 27 years this is what normal looks like you have type 19 <laughs> diabetes yep oh my gosh it was so funny i mean and uh, like everybody because you think like everyone underestimates her because she's this little girl but mm -hmm. uh she's a homicidal maniac and yeah. man she is hilarious so yeah i um quite enjoyed it <laughs> Awesome. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the character a little bit of uh, Pinocchio in Fables, where he looks like a little boy, yeah. but he's a dirty old man. Um, yes, he is. You know, uh, which is also fairly amusing. But uh, uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts? Um, well, going into it, you guys had told me that it was violent and it was cutesy. And uh, and uh, years ago, I had played this video game called uh, Fairy Tale Fights, and it was all about I played that too. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, my favorite character was Red Riding Hood, so it even kind of matched cute little. Gertie. Um, but I thought I was I'm like, oh yeah, this can't be that bad. I'm, I'm used to fairy tale creatures going around and messing each other up. That can't be that bad. Yeah. Uh, but as I was reading, I was um, I was disturbed to see her shoot the moon in the face, <laughs> and and you could see like the brain and blood and yep. teeth uh, fly out the backside. Uh, and then a little while later, she eats the flesh of a still living victim. Uh, then she gets drunk and pours her soul out uh, to a recently decapitated victim's head, and then she. <laughs> starts like bouncing the head by its spine trying to get it to kiss the person next to her <laughs> yeah um yeah that was that just took it to a whole new level and i wasn't ready for that <laughs> um and then with, with the art um they the the artist uh scotty yeah scotty loved his pokey man nipples oh yeah um, all everywhere i just was like oh there again oh there yep. again you could hang a shirt on that yeah <laughs> um so there was that and then I loved how um, she was like not only aggressive but passive aggressive at every opportunity. <laughs> um, like when she was flying <laughs> on the pig, and uh, and they were flying forever, and her little uh, speech bubble slowly turns into blah 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 blah. And at first yeah. I thought, well, that's just a me mechanic to show that she's flying yeah. and she won't shut up. But then they acknowledge that she's been saying the singular word blah for yeah. the last hour. Um, and I loved it because that, that's something I would do. <laughs> um, it's like it's like Zim was singing the Doom song. Yeah. Doom, doom, yep. doom, 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 doom. Um, and then and then uh, a little while later, I loved the part when uh, another real girl shows up happy and the whole thing becomes a race to get their each each of their keys first um and and instead of racing happy to the key she immediately seeks out a way to kill happy yes um and that, that was another like oh that's what i would do <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh um, sorry go ahead uh, uh i love the the profanity being censored yeah um i was totally surprised the first time she flipped somebody off uh 
I I, uh, I I thought for sure if they flipped somebody off, you would see like a little piece of candy over her finger. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the very very end. I totally loved when she was about to walk through the door and about to escape. And I remember, oh yeah, there's three more trades. I don't know what's happening, but something. Mm-hmm. And and then she gets stuck again and becomes yeah. the queen. There's also one little moment I love that's sort of it's it's sort of in the background, but not really in the background, where um, she gets knocked out and um, her. Jiminy Cricket has an entire life story that happens mm-hmm. while she's passed out, and eventually grows a beard. I'm, like, I'm going through that in the book I'm right now. Actually, there right I, now too. Yeah, I, so it's like, he builds a house. He gets married. He has kids. His wife leaves. He burns down the house. And like, it's just yeah. That that was one of my favorite. I I kind of vaguely remember it from the first time I read it, but when I reread it, like that one for some reason just stuck out to me as uh, pure awesomeness. But uh, Mr. Adam, what are your thoughts? Well, not only that, but when he burns down the house. Mm-hmm. He's got a gun in his hand. <laughs> and he's like shooting it in the air. He's like, like shooting it into the air. So I just I love it so much. It was it was great. And the fact that she even her beard was like curlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all love, like little ringlets. Yeah. And she was growing a beard. Yeah. <laughs> and then they shaved her with a straight razor. Yep. Yeah. As you do. <laughs> I also just noticed that um, when he is shooting in the air, he's also super drunk. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome as well. Yeah, I, that it's a weird, like, what, it's like a four-page, five-page sequence, but it's sort of kind of amazing uh, of uh, all this weird little background detail. But, uh, uh, Mr. Adam, what are your thoughts? So, going back to that scene, because I was actually looking at it because I wanted to talk about something. With, well, two things. When kid, one of my favorite kids' book was called Prince What a Mess. Okay. And it was about this little dog and <clears throat> had really curly hair and like long hair dog. I don't know what kind of dog it was. Uh, and he would go on these little misadventures. And the, the stories weren't f- as fun about the dog as it was about all the shit going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, Brian, I thought of you for this because there's one scene where he goes to the beach and does all these things. And in the background, there's all these little bugs doing things, but there's a Laurel and Hardy bug. That's nice. in every single frame of that thing going on their misadventures, doing things. Mm-hmm. And so with, with that, I, I thought of you. But no, I, actually, it was so funny because I'm on those pages where, you know, she's growing the beard because you fell off the cliff. And that whole story happens with her little Jiminy Cricket. And I was I laughed so hard because the whole thing was the queen can kill her because she's like a guest of fairyland. Yeah. So she invites another human child in. And if that human child can get the key and get out first, then she becomes a member, a, a, a yeah. citizen of fairyland. She can be killed. But it's so funny because her name's Happy and she shows and she's like, who the fuck are you kind of thing? Like, I'm happy. I'm here. She's like, and keep in mind, she's been on this quest for 27 years. Mm-hmm. She's like, when did you get here? She's like, I've been here a day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so you got further in a day than you did in 27 yeah. years that's that just absolutely like i i was laughing my ass off and clark was looking at me strangely as i was reading on the couch i got a few of those as well i was sitting there reading and ellen is looking at me like are you enjoying yourself i'm like absolutely i thoroughly am (laughs) (laughs) what's so great about that moment too is i've been like playing video games it's like here's like your first mini mission and you're like apparently i didn't read something what the hell am i supposed to be doing here and i'm just stuck and i'm stuck and i'm stuck and like this is supposed to be the first step yeah what oh yeah There was a so, there was a great meme about something like that where it's like they should have a an option on video games to put your age in. And so when it you're just like, hey, I'm 40, and then it notices you haven't played in two months because you have a real life, and you come back in, it's like, we see you haven't been here in two months and you're old. Here's a tutorial mission to remember how to play. That would because be they're yeah, because there's so many games that I've started playing, then come back a month later. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I was 20 right. hours in and I don't know what how to do anything. Yeah. So, I've given uh, up on video games after spending 20 and 30 hours on them and then not remembering. Right. Oh, yeah. 
I've absolutely done that where I try to come back into a game and I'm like, I, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Right. Uh, but so as far as my thoughts go, so this, this has been on my on my to be read pile, well, to be read list, I would say for forever because Scotty Young is one of my favorite comic artists. Uh, I think he's absolutely amazing. I've loved everything he's done. It was so funny because one of my friends at work, she showed up and she had this little, because uh, Sheila and I both love Captain America. So she had this uh, sweater she got from uh, Box Lunch and it was Captain America and Iron Man flying around. And it was done by the Scotty, by Scotty Young. And I was like, oh my God, where'd you get that? That's my favorite artist. And so now I've gotten her into, into him as well. And mm-hmm. I actually have somewhere these little sculptures of like Thanos and Captain America, little sculpts by his art. So Thanos is sitting there and he's got a little skull he's sitting on. He's got a little thing of balloons and it's, you know, typical. <laughs> really chibi kind of cute stuff uh so i've wanted to read this forever and i've read grizzly shark which in the same vein is very over the top bloody and violent and just about rednecks getting killed by sharks that live in the forest and swim through the reeds very Mm -hmm. very strange book but a a lot of fun if you like this you'll love grizzly shark and the final episode the final trade is uh grizzly shark versus sea bear and so Uh, it's a giant grizzly bear that fights uh, grizzly shark and all this stuff uh and i flipped through this multiple times at barnes noble it's like oh i should finally read this and then we did this for this month and oh my god i was not let down one bit it's it's absolutely hilarious it's bonkers and and like I said, I can't I can't blame the poor girl. She's been here for 27 years. She whether she just can't figure out the riddles or like she was saying earlier was like I oh he said do this and then her little Jiminy Cricket's like no he said do this. Mm-hmm. Then why the fuck are we here? Why didn't you tell me five years ago that that's what this witch said to go here and do this? And like it's absolutely funny and charming. Uh, it's not for kids obviously because you know blood and guts and everything else. But it's again it goes fun, funny that it is censored. It's kind of like the good place. Mm-hmm. You know when they're when they're in the quote unquote good place they can't say bad words. So so they come up with new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really funny because I, when flipping through this at Barnes and Noble, I didn't realize that her becoming the queen of fairyland was the end of just volume one. I thought that was like the final thing where uh-huh. she was actually, cause I, I didn't know what the story was. I thought she just became the queen cause she's evil. Like she's not really evil. She's just, she's over the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's like, I just want to get the fuck out of here and go home and be normal again. Uh, and honestly, if I was stuck in fairyland for 27 years, all this annoying bullshit going on, couldn't tell you I do anything different. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just done. Yeah, go the fuck away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna eat your head because you're a weird mushroom. And I'm gonna trip out and sing for 20 hours. Yeah, uh, but no, it's absolutely delightful. It's a ton of, it's everything I was hoping for and more. And I'm so happy we finally have a book that Lena is the main character. I've been for that <laughs> yes, ever since <laughs> we started doing this Thank podcast. You. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's just wonderful and completely lovely, and I, I can't I can't praise it enough. So I'm I'm having the time of my life, and I really hope to keep it going for the next four uh, three trades because I I'm absolutely in love with it. So, and I've now decided that you need to go as uh, Gertrude to Terrificon next year. Oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> See, and it'd be easy too. You, well, you have to you get a green wig, you put the little mm-hmm. yellow bow on your head, and you wear a dress, and you just carry around a bloody axe. Yeah, you got yeah. the tight. Yeah, I want to be that challenging. <laughs> no. No, I could totally do it. And really, her hair looks like one of those cheap ass wigs you can yeah. get anyway. So shouldn't look awesome because she got she needs to look kind of disheveled. Yeah. Um, because she's Instead beating the shit out of people all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So, oh, and I forgot the part when she goes to like the evil doors to like meet to get the dark powers, and she meets like that big dude's like of skulls sitting on skulls, and he like sends her dark down to the caverns. Dark. Yeah, yeah. Sends her down to the caverns, and she kills everyone. And comes up, he's like, I can't believe you killed all my people, and blah 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 this and that, and he's like, You're like the daughter I never had. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it's it's just lovely. I, I I can't say enough good things about this book. Cool, uh, Mr. Todd. What are your thoughts? So what's interesting is um obviously we all really enjoyed it. Is I haven't read that much Scotty Young. Um, what I did read and learned beforehand is I have read much of the uh, Marvel's Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. that Scotty drew for years. Mm-hmm. And looking it up, it was the same colorist as with Scotty that did Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And they did this after the Wizard of Oz as a palette cleanser. Because I'm Marvel's sure, yeah. Is the um like the perfect rendition to read to like I look forward to reading to it to my daughter in yeah. you know year or two like oh this is perfect and this looks like like the ultimate palate cleanser or you know this is Scotty Young's Bob Saget moment yeah of what's going on because Bob- <laughs> thanks Elena <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good description of that though because that's why he went so like because his comedy wasn't that bad until he became right. synonymous with Danny Tanner and then he just went a total and he did American with everything else he does for how yeah. much longer and it just became a big thing is like I'm over it how do I and it's not that he's ashamed or anything of it I mean he's very proud of it but he's like I need to uh, change how people view me yeah. you're, you're and, pigeonholed it's like while the Disney stars go off and do R-rated movies afterwards right so this is what that's here and it looks like you know it's the color scheme is Candyland yeah. and but it's all done to absolute perfection and one of the things though that gets you it is so gory but it is so cute yeah in a goriness that you're like this is dreadfully disturbing (laughs) of you know the discussing the um oh you heard it wrong while she's in the like the heart of the third giant that's lying dead yeah in the field and i will say the one that got me going the most though is like gonna figure out what it takes this prince this frog over here and turn him (laughs) into the prince yeah <laughs> and the prince looks at her and just goes right like why do you leave he's like you look like an eight-year-old kid yeah. like, yeah. what do you think you look <laughs> yeah and she's like oh, i was just looking for a romp in the hay yeah <laughs> kind of a deal. <laughs> and it was just yeah she's just all the fucks are gone to give she fluffs, just wants sir. Happy all, the fluffs are happy. Gone. all the fluffs yeah. are gone <laughs> all the fluffs are gone and even happy is an asshole yeah you take a look here like oh happy look how cute and you know gertie shows up i learned new things like oh i have to look at this you know mm-hmm. rainbow care power to 11 yeah and <laughs> it was um everyone sucks here mm-hmm. and it's one of the wonderful things to watch but in a lot of ways is this like they all have a role they're playing and they all feel constrained within yeah. their role claudia is like claudia is just like get her out like we'll, yeah. we'll say you can it's like fuck it's been 27 years how do i get her out yeah bring in someone else and they do it's like oh that's an idea and it's um within these constraints and you have someone that doesn't care anymore like oh you've got the superpower you didn't know about and it's gone on too long and it's taken on a life of its own and it's um it's great yeah so i mean it's great i in some ways like i first came into comics through vertigo and it was really um i read a few other things beforehand but it's the fable series that like hooked me in mm-hmm. and dragged me into this whole thing and this is slightly a it's it's not fables by any mean but it's a different expression of some of the frustrations yeah and yeah i loved it and everyone was just you know detoxing <laughs> and this book is like this whole detoxification mm-hmm. of so many things and it's what's so great about it is it pays such great tribute to the classic tropes and you're like oh i know that guy oh i know that guy. oh the man yeah. in the moon oh it's jim and credit oh it's the good queen oh it's this 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 and and so it's someone that is so intimately aware of what they are mocking, which makes it so great. 
And as you're mentioning that, it, it actually makes me think of something that I, I, I don't, it just occurred to me as well. But like, I think there's this thing with like childhood magical sort of stuff that is uh-huh. kind of fucking creepy. Like, Pinocchio. S- well, like, not even to say that, like, I find Christmas music a little creepy. Like, like the, it's like the magical sort of mystical sound. That's spooky to me. Like that, which is really weird. Um, uh, cause like, I don't know, like you hear, like, I think of the theme song to like, um, Home Alone. I think that's actually a really scary soundtrack. Like, I think that sounds really, really spooky. My memory? Yeah. yeah. I'm with you, Brian, on the Christmas music. I, I yeah. love Carol the Bells, and it's totally spooky. Yeah, yeah, it's like super, super weird. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I'll, I'll edit this out, but like, so we've are, we're I've been rehearsing Christmas music and stuff like that because we we are doing um a bunch of we basically we're launching all our Christmas shit on Friday, and um there is a song on the soundtrack that is uh, an old '40s tune that I swear is like I'm like every time I have someone else listen to it, I'm like, is my mind really dirty or is this song just as dirty as I think? think it is and the song is santa claus got stuck in my chimney and um <laughs> oh my there is some definite sexual sexual innuendo yeah. in there um that uh i am surprised appears at a disney park but anyway uh cool. that's uh, not that surprising think about the kids bop shit that you always see it's like oh yeah they have kids bop has done a kids bop version of wop cardi b's wop wow yeah wow. exactly so, uh, uh, what does what sound of this like sub- in the kids' bop version, or what is it? What, what is this? Okay, I think it's like wild and pretty. Wild and yeah, pretty. It's it's not. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't say like what anything. It's like, yeah. It's first off, there are plenty of other songs that kids' bop does that I mean, even my my when Tori was younger, my mother was like, I will never buy one of these horrible cds and thank god tori was never really into them or anything but my mom was like this shit's creepy like if you're gonna have your kids listen to this like shit just have them listen to the song like what the hell is the point of this weird kid singing it shit <laughs> it's like yeah kind of weird well they did uh they did uh cover thrift shop by macklemore and instead mm-hmm. of saying like you know walking in like i got a big dick that it's like walking in like i got a hot song or something mm-hmm. what the fuck i just who cares? It. Thank you. The song is called "Waffles and Pancakes." There it is. Oh, there you go. But it's yeah. actually it's actually not Kids Pop though. It's it's a group called the Moonies. Which is just interesting, but yeah, that's weird. But I will yeah. say, but like innuendo and whatnot, and people that just don't listen as well. It's amazing how much parents don't listen. Oh. My little kid, she's almost three, so she's two. She's loved this song for over a year, and it's X's and O's by L King. I love that song. Yeah, it is a great song. It's Rob Schneider's. A two-year-old child, you hear the strumming and the drums going on, and she runs in the middle of the room to jump around, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I, I like it. I think it's hilarious and it's fine, but I, I was surprised. I'm like, go to my sister-in-law's like, you know, she learned this from you guys. Right. And she's like, well, what's wrong with the song? And I'm like, Oh, maybe you should listen to lyrics sometimes. Oh it's no, like, that is, that's a major problem in Utah because, um, oh, yeah. when I used to do the guest groups, um, that came through, we would always have these dance groups. And every time there was a group from Utah, there would be one song that we would have to cut because they did not understand what the song was really about or what the lyrical content of that song really was like would just miss it entirely like every fucking time so brian i'm sorry it wasn't wap it is montero 
Montero. Yes, by Lil Nas X. Okay. Mm. The Call Me By Your Name song where oh, he okay. screws the devil in the music yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kids Bop did a version of that. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, there we are. Okay. It's still creepy. I'll, I'll go look at that later. I think that should be our new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> So one uh, YouTube channel I've gotten addicted to is uh, this guy. He has it's a uh, Mexican moms react, and so uh-huh. they do like uh, Mexican, like it's his mom, and then her mom, and then family members will react to like uh, Taco Bell or uh-huh. uh, you know tamales from fast food places or Takis chips, and they showed all of them the. Uh, Call me by your name video. Uh-huh. And uh, they were all, you know, deeply religious. So, like, they, we didn't like the devil stuff, but the old grandma who's like 80, she's like, here, you give him my phone number. And <laughs> like, they were, she was all about it. It was hilarious. But uh, that's awesome. Yeah. The kids' pop stuff, I never, I never understood. It's like, I, I don't just let them hear the song. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian and I were so childish. We would go to buy like the Cartoon Network Brack album. Oh, that's true. Teenagers. We did. Yeah. We were hardcore, yo. Well, also, we were were such good kids. Sad. It was sad how good of kids we are. But so here's a you got up to a lot of stuff in high school. Like, no, no, we didn't. didn't. We're really boring. We even debated trying to sneak into an R rated movie before we were 17. True. I I did actually do that, though. I just bought the ticket. I I did. I I got into Matrix without them checking my ID. Right. And we felt so proud of that. I was very proud of that. I think we also. Remember we saw something about Mary, uh, or the thing about Mary? What is it? Some, what, something, something about, about Mary. Mary? Yeah, something about Mary. Yeah, we watched that in the theaters too. I remember that one. Yeah, I, so I, I bought an R-rated movie when I was sixteen, and I was like so nervous that they were going to ID me and totally got away with it. Oh yeah, no. So what okay. movie was it though? Hmm? I don't remember. It was like. Uh... <laughs> I want to say it was Red Dawn, the 80s Red Dawn. Oh, nice. I remember it was a war I think it was Red Dawn, yeah. Wolverines! I um, was so ingrained with the Utah thing that I was living in North Carolina for like two or three years before I stopped getting paranoid about seeing cops behind me when I was driving to the store on a Sunday. Like, I literally, like, the Utah morality culture thing was so ingrained in my head that I literally thought a cop would pull me over for shopping on Sunday. Like, it was really wild. Um, and, and, like, it's still... Utah's getting over it because uh-huh. Costco on Sundays is busy as hell now. Oh. I'm like, all you people need to go back to church. Yeah. I like shopping here when it was empty. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. You you have to stay home on Sundays except for Costco because Heavenly Father says that's okay. <laughs> I, I miss Gosh. the 24-hour Walmarts because I would shop at like 2 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Well, and like I work like weird hours and so like going to like the movies at like 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon when there's no one else in the theater is awesome. It's the best. Yeah, it really is. It's so great. Like, I, a buddy of mine was like, hey, did you go see this movie? And I'm like, I haven't been to theaters in over a year. And to be honest with you, before the pandemic, I was just sick of other fucking people. Like, that was the thing. Is like, right. I like going to the movies, but I don't like other people. So that kind of killed and me. See, I'm I spoiled like Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Yes. And see, I'm spoiled because of screeners where they'll just kick you out if you turn your phone on. So. Yeah. Mm. But actually, yeah. you, you mentioned high school, which is so funny because I, I grew up very sheltered. And I was the kid who my parents let me buy Weird Al. I had <gasps> never heard the original version until well after the Weird Al version. Oh, I'm still that way on a lot of songs. That like I know the Weird Al version, but I don't know what the actual version was. My mom wouldn't let me have Weird Al because in Amish Paradise, a local boy kicked me in the butt last week was considered profanity. Ooh. She didn't even get to the part where he was boy burning in hell. Yeah. 
Uh, oh no, butt was a bad word in my house. If my parents say get your butt in the house, I knew I was in big trouble. Uh, like that was that was the I epitome. I lived a very different childhood. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, you I did. my parents and you turned were out just in, fine. <laughs> yeah, I say my parents in mid twenties, and they were just like like people when they were like, I didn't understand how things worked, and like. Like the the conversations that you see on TV where people are like, their parents are so worried to talk about sex and all this other stuff. Like, I, I still haven't had, had the that sex with talk. my parents. No, you haven't. No, <laughs> I, I mean, the, the most, talk. my, yeah. my most favorite thing I think I will ever remember was when I was going into high school or was going into my sophomore year because I was going to get my driver's license that year. And my father says to me, if you go to a party and you get drunk, don't come home till you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> okay and my mother was like call me i'll come get you and my father goes yeah okay like you're gonna go get her you're gonna yell at me and i'm gonna go get her and i'm gonna tell her don't come home till you're sober and i was like yeah i think i'm good on that and yeah. i didn't listen to like kid versions of things usually because my parents hated that shit like mm-hmm. they right. just and when you're little shit goes over your head oh yeah anyway because yep, you just don't don't know and so you know like there was this i remember on the um on the romeo and juliet soundtrack mm-hmm. the uh the everclear song oh yeah he says uh, fuck in it oh but yeah it, the, I forget, uh, uh, God something. Anyway, um, but the problem is, is that I never listened to it. Because when I was, the, like, when the movie came out and I listened to the soundtrack, I was, like, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't listening to, like, angry rock music. I, I really just liked, like, the, you know, love songs that were in yeah. it and everything. So I skipped, really, like, the first portion See, of we, the we listened to very different parts like, of that I'm album. Because I, I skipped all the, the, the romance well, songs. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, and now as I have got as I've gotten older, like once I got into high school, I loved the entirety of of mm-hmm. the soundtrack. But my mother, we had just had it playing, and I wasn't paying attention because I was like, "Can we just skip it? Can we skip it?" And she was like, "Just let it play." And they mm-hmm. heard the word "fuck" in it, and she was like, "You can't listen to this anymore." And I was like, "You realize that I told you to skip this song because <laughs> I don't like it." And she yeah. was like, "Oh, okay, well, whatever." And like <laughs> they, they took the CD away from me for like one day and then she mm. was like just don't listen to that song and then handed it back to me and i was like you realize that i've heard this word before right like people yeah. say it at school i'm not crazy and she was like yeah, i know whatever like so the the like the the life i had compared to you guys growing <laughs> up was very different and maybe it's because i was i was brought up catholic and i mean we you know basically worship a zombie so like you well, know and you can bribe your way out of going to hell too though that's the nice thing yeah so you just have to ask for forgiveness you have to ask for uh, forgiveness and, 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 and donate some money to give money yeah 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 it's really easy to get into heaven when you're catholic well, that's how yeah. it especially was if you're being baptist too so yeah yeah you know it, i am just... just have to be rich enough sure well you but you also have to be like mormon mormon to <laughs> yeah. for anyone in the church to give a shit about you whereas the catholics are more just like yeah, come in. If you've got money, you're more than welcome. Yeah. You show up twice um, a year, you're fully attending. Yeah. Christmas yeah. And you Easter, know, Christmas and Easter. You're good. Yeah. You're good. It's perfect. That's yeah. what we used to do when I was really little. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I hit like middle school, high school that my parents got more involved in the church, but like 
I didn't like, I think that's why I wasn't big into like fairy tales. I didn't really get into all of that kind of stuff. So I think that's why I liked this book. Bring it back to the <laughs> Thank you, we go. reason for the podcast. Um, I think the reason that I liked this was because I just was never one of those, like, I love sparkles and I like, and I was like, what that was me. like, yeah. <laughs> I just it wasn't my thing and if I was like if 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 I like Gertrude got stuck in this place that I can't swear and Mm -hmm. I can't get out of I would probably go on a homicidal spree because like Kelly's because it's just it's a little much um and you don't age and you don't you know you feel like you're older but you can't get out of it and yeah, it's, um, I'm very, I, I thought this was good, but yeah, I don't, um, I was never really into the like princess thing. I would, that was never my, we know, Adam, we know <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, when I asked for an easy bake oven for my eighth birthday, my parents should have known. Yep. So, so. I had an easy bake oven, but I didn't have like the board games that were like, no dream date. And uh, stuff. Yeah. Like I never got into that shit or like, let's go to the mall or whatever the hell it was where it was like you got your fake yeah. credit card it was called mall madness show some respect <laughs> did you know that w- one of chris evans first gigs was one of the boyfriends in dream date or like the phone game whatever it was nice <laughs> he was one of the guys you could end up with oh my God, that one, how, like even if you ended up with like the geek or the nerd he was still a hot like teenager yeah. dude like with glasses yeah. on like he wasn't like an ugly teenager dude with like you know i just said hot teenager dude that sounds horrible uh, with like acting in like a pot belly, like you know, it was just yeah. it, it was like when they ugly someone up, like and she's all that, like oh, she's only ugly because her hair is back and she got glasses on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you make a girl ugly in Hollywood. You give her glasses, yeah, but you take the glasses off and now she's a model. Like, yeah. you know, well, it's just like uh, Princess Diaries. Yeah, they they straightened her hair and gave her contacts and plucked her eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Like that was literally all they did. Like she wasn't ugly. She just didn't know how to do her hair, and it was like God forbid she has curly hair yeah she needs flat waspy (laughs) hair and that's what she gets so yeah i um so yeah i didn't i didn't fall into that with like the girly things and Mm -hmm. um and i was definitely more of a like go you know play in the dirt with the boys kind of thing than than this so i would have definitely turned into gertrude if i got stuck (laughs) in fairyland and this is why which is which is why when I started reading it, I was like, okay, I just want to make sure I'm reading the right thing. I'm reading a thing with this little green hair girl that's killing everyone, right? And, <laughs> yep, like, yep, yes. yep. and I was like, okay. And then I kept reading and I was like, I'm already in love with this book. <laughs> yep. And Lena, this is why you had to come out as straight. Yep. <laughs> it's exactly why I had to come out as straight. I, people never believe me. And I really want to be like, yeah, God love my parents. They were like, we'll love you anyway. And I was like, I am not Thank a lesbian. Thank you. I'm like, I appreciate that. I do. But I like boys, unfortunately. I mean, because they're crazy too. I was like, but I, I'm sorry. Like, I hate to break it to you, but your your daughter is hom- is heterosexual, not homosexual. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah. Uh, God, it's just crazy. Anyway, okay. So yeah. 
Um, that's all. Okay, cool. Uh, before we get into <laughs> grades, Todd, after yeah. this conversation we've just had, I really think that, because uh, I know you've read this as well, I want to see Lena and Adam's reactions to Battle Pope. We read that Battle Pope. Be a lot of fun. Did we read Battle Pope on the show? We read the first, uh, we read the very first uh, trade, yeah. When? When? I like, did not one of our first Battle ones. Pope. Really? It was like a long time ago, yeah, but we read that. Okay, well. We've done well, so many episodes, uh, we don't remember. I, I'm going to double check that. I recall not liking it, so. Okay. Uh, well, Adam, what is your grade for this one? Uh, a, it's it's a lot of fun every second of it, and it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I could have read this years ago. Why didn't I mm-hmm. do that? Because it's got everything going for it. Blood and guts, my favorite artist. Uh, it's it's just lovely. So yeah, go go read it. Like that's yes, go read it. Okay, uh, Mr. Todd. Yeah, it's an A. I mean, how could it not be? It's all there and it sings. Okay, so it's great. Nathan, an A. Yeah. Okay, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. And Lena, A plus. I like <laughs> the story. Yeah. I like the art i love everything and if you are someone who's not super into comics you'll really like this because it is really <laughs> funny and it's you want not it's not a hard read by any means either yeah cool and i'm also gonna go with an a i love this book i've loved this book for a long time um and uh yeah so next week we are continuing on with our murder spree as uh, gertrude takes on the mantle of uh being the queen of uh fairyland and we see what uh craziness ensues after that uh anybody have anything to add nope i'm good i don't think so okay cool well thank you all for joining us thank you for joining us nathan um and we will see you all later by the way i i was walking to work the other day i was leaving the house and i said see you later and ellen goes don't treat me like i'm your podcast and i was like oh yeah sorry